Hey y'all, welcome to Spirit Tea Talks Podcast with your spiritual big sis, Sin from Divine Hoops. Join me to spill the hottest spiritual tea about co-creation, Santissima Muerte, readings, healing, and everything else you can think of. I'm here to inspire you and help you tap into your most authentic and divine self. So join me in this walk of life and know that you're not alone in this spiritual awakening. To be in the know or learn more, follow me on Instagram at Divine Hoops. I have also resurfaced my apothecary, which has now been officially moved to divinehoops.com. For more insight, longer episodes, and behind the scenes, make sure to join my Patreon. See y'all soon. Hello, welcome back. What's poppin'? This is Spirit Tea Talks Podcast with your host, Divine Hoops, where you can catch me at Divine Hoops on Instagram, lower slash Divine Hoops on TikTok. And we're here. <laughs> we're here. We're back. It's the first of the month, okay? And that means it's novena time. For those who are still new, um, devotees, this is the time where we show our devotion to Santa Muerte and um, we show our gratitude. We ask for whatever it needs, we need for her to grant us. I don't know why I'm spacing out right now. Um, but yes, <laughs> this is the time. It's crucial from the 1st to the 9th. Those are her days for us to show um, dedication, to say our prayers and write our petitions for what we want her to grant to us. Uh, and in return, we show our, again, our compassion, our love and our dedication to her these next nine days. And of course, forevermore, right? Um, but these are very important times, time frames for us to do uh, our novenas. And with that being said, I wanted to go ahead and do the prayers uh, because I know a lot of people have been asking for the prayers. Um, I know a lot um, a lot of misinformation has been posted online and especially on TikTok about how to go about the novenas. I've seen people that were saying the wrong novenas. And um, once you start saying the right prayers it just hits differently you you can you can sense the energy you can feel the energy just completely shift uh when you start invoking her in a certain way as well um it just hits a little bit different or a lot different actually i should say uh i know i know that this new religion the nueva religion um we're doing things different it's not the old school way it's definitely our way but i'm also seeing that there's a whole different way that people are doing it and we are all gonna have our opinions about it we're all going to say you know this is not the right way to do it this is this should be the proper way um if you don't want to invoke her don't invoke her i mean if you don't want to say like you know the catholic prayers and don't um there's other ways to do it i can't guide you guys um 
who have reached out or who sent me certain TikToks and be like, oh, what do you think about this? Because in reality, I had tried the non-traditional way of invoking her. Um, If y'all didn't know, you're supposed to invoke her first and then, you know, do your prayers, do your work, etc., etc. So I'm not sure if people are aware, but I used to um, invoke her the non-traditional way. Uh, There was a way in the book, I'm trying to remember what it was called. Oh my gosh. I can't remember. It'll probably come to me as uh, we keep talking. But it was the non-traditional, you know, like you don't have to say a prayer. You you bring out the elements like um, you're asking the earth, you're asking the wind, you're asking the fire, you're asking water to come through and invoke Santissima Muerte, etc., etc. And um, for starters, I need to stop saying um. (laughs) say that so much and it irritates me when i hear back the like episodes i'm just like oh my god (laughs) get it together anyways i used to invoke her in that sense the non-traditional way right it did work for me it did however it, it didn't feel right for me this is where i was just beginning I did a bunch of research yet again because I'm just like, this isn't, this doesn't feel right. I still feel like invoking her and working with like Catholic saints. I still have a lot of my Catholic ways installed in me. And some can say that it's, you know, due to religious trauma, religious, you know, being in the religious realm so young not knowing any better not having freedom to choose right and that's why i can't really say yes or no because i can see it from both sides where i can see that there is like religious trauma that gets passed down and that's mostly the elder way of working with santa muerte is more in the um here we go in the catholic way and the christian way right so i can see it because again i worked with her non-traditional in the beginning so i can see both spectrums of like i don't believe in a god i don't um don't believe in the religious way of doing things i I can see for both spectrum because i i was there at one point where and I'm, i'm still very much there i think i just found my sweet spot and i found out what works best for me and that's was that's was i think that was the biggest breakthrough after realizing what my sweet spot was because there was a lot that we know you start doing this you you get pulled and let me let me be completely transparent here once you start working with a certain deity there's going to be a tremendous amount of other deities pulling towards you pulling you to them and wanting you to 
also work with them because they now you have opened this portal you have opened this spiritual realm where other deities are going to try and approach you and also try to call out to you and at that point it's really up to you how you want to go about it however if you are starting off with santa muerte then stick with santa muerte or at least at the very least make her your main and like be respectful do not have other deities in her altar make sure that like she's the head honcho of you know the other deities that you work with okay that's my biggest advice because i know there's just so much misconception of what you can and you cannot do uh and i'm a bit advocate of you know don't disrespect santa muerte make sure that she's the main one um, however there is people that get called out to work with different uh deities with different spirits and by all means you know just don't disrespect santa muerte that's all that i ask for and don't abandon her it's, it's simple really So again, once you open up that realm, um, you're able to kind of dictate what what and who you want to work with. And um, I think that's a whole different topic of discussion that we can definitely have. Just because my main focus has always been Santa Muerte. And I just want to be as transparent as I can with y'all to let y'all know that like I used to work with other deities before i worked with santa muerte i worked very much with uh hecate for the thing the very first year of like my spiritual awakening i was infatuated with her i felt a strong connection with her uh however she led me to santa muerte because hecate is also you know the goddess of the underworld uh she's also in charge of the cemeteries so it just made sense for me to make that transition from hecate to santa muerte and then from santa muerte like i mentioned when i was working with her in a not in a non-traditional way i was still very um trying to figure out my craft and doing a lot of background of like my roots and santa muerte is very much in the mexican descent um so it just made more sense and it felt more natural for me to do it that way however i i know that um when we were colonized that's where the christian base came about christian base and then uh catholic ways So it was all very intertwined from the gods and goddesses that we had, like the Aztecs, the Mayans, you know. And then uh, it also came into the route of Ifa. And Ifa, if you look at the seven Orishas, they are also saints in the Catholic faith. And it all goes broken down. There's just so much history that we can talk about. And uh, that's... That's why I had a big dilemma of how to invoke her, how to work with her, what felt right for me, uh, because I was very much, and I still am, don't get me wrong, I think I've gotten comfortable and complacent, but I am going to start back into the Aztec, the Aztec way, you know, because we were colonized into becoming Catholics and Christians, which that's not where santa muerte really 
first started from you know it, it was from the aztecs and that's a whole event history in itself again when i was working with her non-traditionally and i'm saying all of this to get to this point i started to realize that my witch ways my bruja ways were very much in a different aspect and i don't want to sound condescending or speaking out of my ass it felt very european very whitewashed the way that i was working with my craft however it did help me have some sort of stability and open up that road now what i mean by that it felt like i was dishonoring my roots so when i started with invoking her with god and understanding the concept of god who is god that helped me be more comfortable with the idea of invoking her with god first instead of invoking her with the elements although you can still do so if that's what you believe in this is just me and my perspective and what worked for me this is my opinion this is my journey not saying which way you should do it or which way you shouldn't do it this is what works for me once i started to decipher like who is god what is god and realize that god is within all of us god is bigger than what we have ever imagined god is life god is just almighty but god is not this white man that i picture in my mind or this white male presence that's not what i picture i vision god as an energy it's an energy atmosphere who helps us pull towards that energy to the deities that we are trying to get in contact with and for me it would be santa muerte once i started to invoke with god and kind of went back to my catholic ways which is you know our father um ave maria all of that it helped me grow a stronger relationship with santa muerte because now i found my niche i found my way of working with her and invoking her properly and knowing that this is the energy that I'm pulling from this is the energy that she's in contact with that's the energy that I'm being given that I'm being given so we can align ourselves to this power energy this powerhouse of manifestation and uh co-creating and just stabilizing you know strength so that's what works and because of the novena i think it's important for me to say all of that before we get into the prayers because you'll hear me in these prayers it's a very traditional route i want to say it's a traditional route because we do speak to dios okay and i do say my three our fathers my three hail marys to invoke and to finish off the prayers so i want to say that first if you 
are not comfortable or are still trying to figure out how to go about it, I would just, I, I wouldn't even know what to tell you, <laughs> honestly, because I didn't even start doing novenas after my first year of working with Santa Muerte because in the books, it doesn't really give you an in-depth description of what novenas are and a lot of the books had the wrong uh, prayers so for the longest time I myself was also saying the wrong prayers until like I started following Azriel and I realized that like I I was following the wrong prayers and quite honestly even uh, last year I had to correct um, a friend of mine too because she was just like, hey, what do you say like when it's asking um, que fulanito venga para mi? And I'm just like, what, what are you talking about? And she like read the like the prayer and I was just like, oh no, like you're saying the wrong prayer. Like that's not it. That's not the novena prayer. So then I, once I gave her all the novena prayers, she's just like, oh my God, this makes so much sense. And she herself was just like, it just hits different. Like now that I'm saying the right prayers, like you can feel the energy shift and it just feels so much better. So that's to say, that's the whole reason why I kind of wanted to do this. I do have all the prayers and all of that on my Instagram. Pero I know that some people may not may not want to go through all my posts even though i post them every single novena i post the first day the second day the third day fourth fifth sixth ninth i post all of them and um on my stories so just so you guys can tap the reel and you guys can go through it i have been asked to translate but on the captions in itself it gives you the option to translate them and if not i would just take a screenshot copy and paste it and take it to google okay and do your best at doing so because that is that's a lot that's a lot of energy that needs to be put out <laughs> um so yeah so that is my gist of of all of this now again the novena this is the time for you to ask for whatever it is that you're needing forever your desires this is what you're desiring your ideal outcomes if you're going through hardships uh, this is a time to ask her to help you through these hardships to grant you x y and z that you've been needing whatever the case may be that you're desiring this is the time do keep in mind that you need to start the novenas from start to finish um i know that there's been times where it's just like oh my god i completely forgot about it what can i do what can i do now if you miss one day that's i i think i believe this is my opinion again because there's other people that be like well if you miss one day sol you know shit out of luck uh you just gotta do redo it next month and ensure that you do it and be consistent and persistent on it but let's be realistic, some things just tend to happen and it can slip our minds or some major track, like something might have happened. And again, you may be hearing from other people, like it doesn't matter what the fuck you be doing, you better, we're human, let's just give us a little bit of grace. I believe that if you miss at least one day, that you should at least double up on offerings the next day and double up your time in your altar to 
kind of um that word is not coming out of my mouth uh to just you know make it up there we go to make it up for the day that you missed now if you miss two three four five days boy just don't like just just don't like just come back okay i've had people that were just like oh my god i i started the first day and it's now the seventh i'm just gonna do all of them in one day like why what like no like you missed more than two days to pray to her please don't just don't like just come back and do it next month because now not only are you showing her that you can half ass shit just by reading the prayers and it's not just reading the prayers it's setting up her altar it's setting up offerings it's sitting there with her is having time with her it's writing your petition is praying it's praying it's manifesting it's working with her it's lighting your candles it's anointing your candles is doing all of this so don't think just because you missed a couple days that you're just like oh i'm just gonna read all the prayers at once and you know ask for forgiveness so you you mean to tell me that this is a time to ask her for your desires and you're half asking it so what do you think her response is going to be it's going to be a half-ass manifestation so don't be surprised or even if you're not asking her for anything, don't be surprised that that month is going to be really slow for you or just a lot of shit is just going to be coming through. Because that's the whole reason why we're doing the novenas is to start off the month strong. Those first nine days of the month are very, very, very delicate and very much important to make sure and ensure that the next couple of weeks are set in stone for us and she is guiding us and protecting us from all the bs okay now if you already know that like you're not gonna be able to complete the full nine days at least acknowledging it to her letting her know sorry mommy this month i won't be doing the novenas i am going to be extremely busy or i just already know that my mind my mental is not going to be at my best at least given that acknowledgement i gave that acknowledgement to her when i was moving back okay because i i was had to drive (laughs) had to do my 21 hour drive and i remember praying and it hit the first and it didn't dawn on me that it was and i mean i already knew that it was the first i already kind of knew but like there was so much going on. I was extremely nauseous. I was just fucking going through it, okay? I fucking drove. So I remember like half, like middle of the day when I finally got to like lay down. I And I felt f- super nauseous and sick. I remember just like, oh my God. I always carry a Santa Muerte something, whether it's a necklace, uh, a bracelet, or a mini one, whatever. I just remember holding her and I was just like, I am so sorry, but I am not going to be able to do the novena. Like, I'm going to half-ass this novena and I do not want to do that. So that acknowledgement in itself, but she saw that I was taking care. First thing that got set up in my new home was her altar that's always my biggest priority her altar goes first again just giving her that acknowledgement and you know still doing what you have to do that's that's not a bad thing 
But if you already know that you're not just, you're not going to be there. You're not going to be 100% to do the novenas. Just don't. Um, don't do that because promesas son deudas and this is, you know, a commitment to her. And you're also making huge promises along with having huge uh, outcomes of these nine, day, nine days, okay? Whew. So what is it that we need to do during these nine days? I'm going to tell you what I do or somewhat of what I do. I don't want to put it all out there, but just a summary of what I do for these next nine days. Typically, on the 31st, the 30th, whatever, the day before the first, I come up with what offerings to bring her. If I am, let's say, let's say I already had got her offerings and I may not have room or like there's just, there's, it's limited, right? Let's just say it's limited. Then I try to at least change up her altar setup. I change her altar setup once a month or every two weeks just depending on how much she actually likes the cloth how much she likes the setup i switch it up a lot okay i my altar is never looking the same just because i know that she likes being moved around a certain way and because i have a bunch of statues so they themselves want to be in a certain spot so the, the, the night before, I come up with the offering plan, the altar setup, and if my, me, myself, because I do work, what works I need to do, what works come first, who am I doing a reading for, what, how am I stretching my energy, because not only these nine days are going to be more energetically intense, I have to make sure that I'm not over stretching myself because i tend to do that so i'm learning on how to divide my time the first comes i cleanse i always do my incense every morning to cleanse the whole entire house open up my doors uh, open up my windows open up my patio door whatever the case may be to let out the energy that is being stagnant in my home to make sure that there's new energy coming in better and positive energy i rearrange her altar so i go and buy her a new cloth depending on the color that she wants me to get that's the color that's going to be for the next few days few weeks or the month depending right so i set up reset up her altar make sure to clean it cleanse it and then I ensure to bring her offerings. The offerings can be from flowers, candles, coffee, tequila, cigarettes, food, different um, altar decorations, different um, incense, anything that you've thought about her. You're like, I want to give this to you. That's it. Money, whatever the case may be. Okay. So then you set it up how you want the altar to be looking like, especially in the next nine days. So then you set that up. You set up your intentions. And if you have multiple statues, typically what I do and what I works for her and I is there's a certain statue that wants to be in the middle. So then I place that statue in the middle because that's the one that's going to be doing a lot of the work during these next nine days. Okay. 
So now that we have that, right? We have the altar set up. You have your offering set up. Now comes a petition. Your petition is, um, and I know a lot of people are not familiar with that word petition. Petition is just a way of saying, writing down your manifestations. Okay. So there's people that write them in a, in a piece of paper, put it underneath their statue or put it underneath the candle when they light it every day for those nine months. I mean, nine months, nine days. And then towards the ninth day, you can either burn the petition or just keep it underneath Santa Muerte. There's others that have journals, their grimoire, and they end up, you know, writing their novena petitions and just charging it underneath the candle that they use for those nine days. Whatever works best for you is what you should do and feel called out to do. I've had somebody actually write down their petitions every single day and burn them every single day. If that works for you, that works for you. For me, I am very forgetful. I want to be very detailed and specific with my petitions during these nine days so I don't miss anything and nothing gets um, lost in the sauce and I manifest something incorrectly. That's why I say and I ask for y'all to start learning how to write petitions because I've written so many petitions for like big issues, like big cases, like um, for money situations, for love situations, even court cases. And it's like, at one point, you know, people will be like, I just don't know what to write. I don't know. Can you just write it for me? I think <laughs> this month I'm just going to make it into a big, big thing. Side note, right? I just got completely off topic, but this is huge because it's so important for people to learn how to write their own petitions because this is what you desire. This is not what I desire. I'm just helping. I'm just giving you the extra boost, but this is what you desire. And it comes off more better and stronger if you say it, if it comes from you in your desires not from what i'm saying you know so be as detailed as you can and my god when i say detailed there's some people that want a specific job and this is not to knock anybody who's desiring certain things who are wanting certain things let me let me refrain from that from saying desiring when i'm giving examples because we can want a certain job, but it may not be aligned with our desires. So I've had people ask, um, let me, first of all, let's never start saying let me. Let's not ask permission. Let's already demand it as if we already have it. Okay, so let's not say, please, I want, let me refrain from that instead start saying i have i have obtained i am because now you're grounding yourself and you are already claiming it so anyways i had clients that say i have i'm just gonna give an example i have an job at chase call center for the position of disputes disputes 
claims where I make more than $18.50 an hour, right? That's detailed, for sure, for fucking sure. Now let's say you get that job and you're miserable and now you're just like, why did I ask the universe for this? Why did the universe give me something that was going to make me so miserable? Instead of doing something like that, when I say detailed, start claiming, I am in my most desirable, successful, healthy work environment where I don't ever feel like I am actually working, but I feel in peace, financially stable, flexible with my work hours, great dental and health insurance, and I am debt-free. Now, what you're doing there is allowing the universe to open up opportunities for jobs that are in alignment with your deepest desires. Grant me legal matters that will only be in my favor. Grant me the success and the ability, the stability, and the driven focus to maintain my goals. That's what I mean specific and detailed because you're opening up a portal to being aligned with your desires, okay? We can definitely be as detailed as wanting a Chase Call Center for $18.50 an hour being so-and-so-and-so. However, that I cannot guarantee that will happen because Santa Muerte will be like, but that's not where you should be. Trust me when I say, because this is my full-time job. And before I started um, doing all of this, I've kept asking her to align me with jobs that are this and this and that. I was real specific in detail of what I needed. And every job that I had applied, like I would either get denied, I wouldn't get a call back. And I would just be sitting there like, what in the F is going on? Like, why is this happening? And I would go and sit with her and I'm just like, madre, like, what, like, what is happening? Like, I am not getting, and I'm overqualified for a lot of these, like, these office jobs, you know? And I just kind of hear her giggle and it's just like, chacha, estás haciendo lo que estás haciendo ahorita that is helping you. Like, you're literally asking for all of this when I'm actually giving it to you. So in the meantime, this is what she wants me to do and what she wants me to focus on in full time, then that's what I'm going to do. She'll, and she's let me know there's something that's going to come up, but they're not worthy of it. It's not going to be an alignment for you and baby girl because me, I'm working. Flexibility is my main, main thing for my baby and I. Okay, so it's just funny because she's already like letting me know like, you thought <laughs> you thought I was just going to let you go to a fucking office job so then you can barely be doing the spiritual work that you're called out to be doing 24/7? No, we're not doing that. 
So that makes me grind even harder for y'all because it's just like, this is what I'm meant to be doing. All right, y'all need to take advantage of me actually having this full on flexibility that I'm being given. That's why I'm doing my phone call readings. That's why I am doing like more teachings. Like uh, this is why my mentorship is like now open. It's because I have that ability. So again, keep that in mind when you're writing your petitions and learning how to write your petitions. Man, look it up. TikTok has, okay, TikTok is a, a portal. It's a fucking can of worms. But definitely look more into it because a lot of practitioners, and dude, I know a lot of my practitioner friends, they do not write petitions for y'all. Like it's either you write them or we don't do the work. And it's, it's really cutthroat like that. So it's going to get to that point where I'm going to have to end up being cutthroat because... I can't write petitions for real, like, legal matters, for, like, health matters. Like, you know, that's something that really should come from you. All right, we have our petition ready. However you want to do it, journal, single paper, whatever, however you want to go about it, go about it, but keep that petition paper, okay? Get your candles. There's certain candles in Botanicas, and right now, I'm going to tell y'all, the Botanicas are going through inflation. Bad, okay? Bad, my guy, and it depends where you are at. So, candles are very expensive right now. I talk to, like, a lot of my practitioner friends, and we're just like, what in the F is happening? Like, skull candles have tripled in price which means that we have to make our prices higher and that's not fun for y'all that's not fun for us but we have to do what we got to do there is certain candles that are in santa muerte shape that are designed for the novenas because they come in nines if i'm not mistaken they come in nine you can use those However, it just depends where you are at. They're extremely overpriced at the moment. And if you have somebody that is the plug on those certain candles, hit me up. Because I used to pay $7 to $10 for these. And now at the Botanicas, either they don't have them whatsoever or they're like $15 to $25. What in the fuck, right? Anyways... I use those sometimes, but I also like to use like my tall taper candles or even like skull candles. There's certain candles that just call out to me during certain novena days that just like make it better for me to connect with her. You have your candle. Anoint your candle with Santa Muerte um, oil. You can dress it up if you want. I don't dress up my, my novena candles just because I want to see the flame more naturally and i just charge it in my hands while I, while i'm either doing the petition or after the petition or once i'm cleansed make sure that you're cleansed as well just like everything that you do make sure that you always cleanse yourself now you have your candle you place it in a fire safety place right you can put your petition underneath it and i suggest to do so because it just charges your petition now we're ready your altar is set up you have your offering set up you have her ready to go you have everything charged up everything is set not the prayers y'all ready
Now, PSA, these are in Spanish because that's the only way that I pray to her during these novenas. Okay? So if you don't speak Spanish, I am so sorry. I don't know what to tell you. I, I don't have the translation in English. And quite honestly, it just hits so differently when you pray to her in Spanish. So this is um, the starter of how to invoke her. Okay? And then I'll, I'll try my best because I do I talk fast that my tongue sometimes gets tongue twisted when I'm saying it in Spanish. So like my mind has to shut off from English to Spanish. My tongue and my fucking mind and my mouth have to follow through with that as well. So I do apologize if it's a little chopped up and it's not all that perfect. And hopefully you guys can pray alongside while we get this novena started. So let's go ahead and get it Papen. Okay? So, en el nombre del Padre, del Hijo y el Espíritu Santo, Inmaculado ser la luz que te imploro que me consuedas los favores que te pida a este último día, hora y momento en que su divina majestad ordene llevarme ante su presencia. Dios Padre Todopoderoso, te pido permiso para invocar a mi Santísima Muerte. De esta hora de este día y muerte querida de mi corazón, no me desampares de tu protección y de este momento cubre mi trabajo mi casa, trabajo y un negocio para que traigas energías blancas del universo, para que nunca me falte nada y que todas nuestras necesidades sean cubiertas por las energías divinas de Dios Padre. Por la virtud que tú poseas, lograré vencer todos los obstáculos y que no se me interponen personas mi mal, sino gente positiva que solo sabe amar y respetar a todos los seres humanos que habitamos en este planeta. Yo no avicino riqueza, solo una vida justa, sin carencias de nada. Protégeme de noche y de día, así es. Now, after you do that, the invocation, lo que tenemos que hacer son the prayers of every week. Hoy que es jueves, hacemos el de jueves. Por eso es importante hacerlos en la mañana, porque en la mañana es cuando tenemos que invo invocarla y decir también el prayer de ese día. Hoy que es jueves, decimos... Hoy, antes de salir, te pido que abras todos los caminos que me han de llevar a vivir tranquilamente. No te pido lujos, solo que me des lo necesario para vivir sin preocupaciones. Mi fe está despositada en ti. Now we get into the actual novena prayers. But this is very important to say first, to invoke her. To say your daily prayer and then of course um, any other prayers that you may need to ask her like whether it's for protection for for health whatever the case may be there's certain prayers for that as well now we can go ahead and jump into the el día primero de novena okay primer día poderosa consejera que hablas por mi lado derecho, penetra mi conciencia y aclara aquellas confusiones que ocupan mi pensamiento. Permite, poderosa consejera, que a mí vengan el amor, aleja el odio, aleja el rencorso. Ilumina con tu rayo misterioso mi leal corazón. Llama sin descanso a los que amo y transmuta las pasiones oscuras. Poderosa consejera, cumple esta petición. 
para bien de mi alma, espíritu y cuerpo. Y líbrame de sentimientos que destantan tormentas, porque creo en la energía que vive en mí. This is where you can put your petition. You answer your petition, and then you say your three padres. Padre nuestros y tus tres aves mar ave marías. Okay? And that's the way to do it. That is day one. Hopefully this helped. If not, if you weren't able to follow through, just go on my Instagram. I have the invocations and I have the nine days. You just have to go through it. I do post the um, the days. I'm trying to look right now which post was that I have the actual invocation, but it's it's there okay it's there y'all just need to look so i hope this helped i hope you guys have a beautiful um month ahead and if you haven't already make sure to get a um little bit un puñito de cinnamon on your in your hand open up your door asked to bring abundance into your home into your place of business especially if you're working from home blow it in side your door leave the door open for a little bit to make sure that the abundance and the clarity comes through to see the big difference of your money flow that's just one way of doing money work also to make sure to check out if you are listening today thursday make sure to check out for our money bag rituals I'm also doing little boost candles and this weekend we are doing cleanses, spiritual cleanses. We're doing jar work and I believe that's about it. Oh, and love work, love and lust work. Okay, okay. So make sure to check us out and if there's anything else that you guys may need, ensure to book a consultation. I would prefer for you guys, especially if you guys are first time, to book a 30-minute at least consultation, reading, etc., etc. That gets us to know each other. That gives you guys time and space to understand how I do my work and the prices because I've seen so many that get their readings. I tell them what they need and they just completely go ghost. And then they come back a few months later like really in desperate need. I don't say it just out of like, y'all need to do this. Like, no, you guys are like, spirit is telling me to communicate this with you. I do work with y'all. Those who know, know. Um, nobody's indebted. That's for sure. I've had a couple people that I've already had to like put in my, in my shit list for saying, I'm going to pay, I'm going to pay, I'm going to pay, I'm going to pay. And they never do. You're not telling me you're going to pay. You're telling her. And not only are you wasting our time and energy and resources, you're putting yourself in a shittier situation so just be cautious if you don't have the funds available we understand we work with anybody to kind of make things happen so i just want to leave that in the note because uh the more i'm getting clientele the more that uh people are not really fulfilling what they're supposed to do so with that being said again i hope this helped and i will talk to you guys soon adios